0: Hello, hello, and welcome to the latest episode of Black Girls Heal. I am so excited, as usual, to be in front of you today to be able to share this really great information with you all about healing learning how to heal in our relationships, and in return, heal in our self-love or vice versa, depending on wherever you are in the process, depending on whatever your entry point is, meaning whatever is most important to you, wherever you start, it doesn't matter as long as you start. So today, I'm going to be talking about building, building healthy friendships. It is vital. It is so important to Heal intimacy disorders in relationship. When you try to do it by yourself, it does not work, right? When you try to take information and um, just do it on your own and then come out bright, shiny, and brand new on the other side, it does not help you. The only time it does help you is whenever um, you are by yourself. When you are in your own little bubble when you, when it's just you, yourself, and your face, <laughs> then it's easy to feel safe, it's easy to feel confident, it's easy to be clear in your boundaries. But is when you get around other people, are you able to connect? Are you able to show up as your full self? Are you able to express, girl, are you able to talk about your feelings? If not, we got work to do. So um, that is what this episode is going to be about, building healthy friendships, because that is part of the formula of healing. So before we get into that, I get to share the things I am so, so excited to share with you that I have been mentioning and talking about behind the scenes Um, there are two things that I think, I just think June is going to be an amazing month. I actually just graduated a couple of my students, um, a few weeks ago, which makes me sad. They're like my little birds flying away, um, but makes me so happy. And I get to share new resources with you. So The first one is, um, those self love experience. So I, last time I talked about this was several weeks ago and I took a pause on putting that in the announcements because of all the things that were going on, um, because I wanted, especially last week's episode to be focused purely on, um, just the, the messaging behind how to cope with some of the racial, um, the effects of racial trauma that we've been experiencing. And I didn't want um, that to get um, cloudy or um, distracted from. So, um, and I actually had someone who messaged me and was like, hey, are we still doing the self-love experience? Are we still doing the fall conference is actually what they asked. And the, the answer is yes. So we are back and we are actually going to be opening doors for enrollment for that later this month in a few weeks. And so for those of you who do not know, we are doing a four-week, month long experience where we are going to take a deep dive into building self-love. Um, we are going to be coming together as a cohort, building that community that I'm about to talk to you about right now. Um, and the, the impact is going to be me breaking down what is the formula for self-love. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. Before we get started, let's take a small break to say thank you to this week's sponsors. Attention to all my proud plant parents. It is time to give all of your plant babies the best nutrition you can, starting from the bottom up. And that starts with the best soil to help them grow happy, nourished, and strong. Coast of Maine is an organic soil brand that is approved for organic growing and has been sourced from ocean waters and farms for over 28 years. With a full range of products that support every garden and lawn, posted main products are made to restore roots to the natural world. If your soil lacks appropriate nutrients for a success, Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. Before we get started, let's take a small break to say thank you to this week's sponsors. Now, I talk often when I talk to you about my story, about part of what I went through in my healing process is one, being a whole therapist with a full master's degree, having people pay me money. Um and tr- trying to learn how to heal and love themselves. And I was still struggling with what does self-love mean to me? I was still having problems in my relationships with uh, with men specifically. Um, I was very codependent. I was very parentified in my own family and having problems setting boundaries there. So when it came to, and if you don't know what parentified means, it means you taking on the responsibilities of being like a parent in your family system when you're you're a child, like you're still an adult, but you're a child, you know, and that carries on into you feeling responsible for other people that you shouldn't feel responsible for. And not just in family systems, but in other relationships as well, because this is how you've been trained. So I really struggled, I would have all these problems um, that would show up and manifest in my relationships, and then some other ways that I was self medicating. And people would just say, Sheena, you should just love yourself. You're wonderful. You should just love yourself. And I'll be like, I am. That would be what would be in my head. Like I am. Like I'm doing all the things. Like I am. I'm praying. I'm meditating. I'm doing my devotionals every every day. Um, I am showing up for myself. I'm taking time for myself. I'm taking myself out on dates. Like what what is it that I am missing? So I'm going to talk about that. Um, for that month. And I'm bringing in a host of other wonderful women who talk about self-love in other ways. We're going to be doing body work together. We're going to be um, talking about how do you love yourself when you're in the middle of a couple. Um, I have a couples expert who's coming. Y'all message me all the time saying, Sheena, do you do couples coaching? I do not. But y'all, I found somebody and she's the bomb. You're going to love her. She's actually going to be in the podcast um, later. In um, a few months for you to get to know her as well. And hear what she has to say before she comes and teaches us this November. So we have someone coming talking about balance. Y'all know that one of the ways that I will self-medicate and my trifecta is overworking. So I have someone coming in talking about time balance and learning how to spend time for yourself. So all that's coming, y'all. It's going to be in November. Like I said, I'm going to be opening doors at the end of this month. The reason I'm doing that is because I will actually be closing doors around September. That is because I'm sending out real life, tangible gifts um, and swag to everybody who registers, um, everyone who enrolls. Um, This was intended to be a fall conference. And I was very sad that we were not able to do that because of Miss Rona, who knows what's going to be going on in the country but, but around that time, coronavirus related and otherwise. So we're still going to be able to get what we need to. We're still going to be able to get loved up. Like Miss Koya Webb says, we're going to be able to still invest in ourselves. So, and I don't want y'all to miss out on that. So, um, enrollment will be closing in September so that I have time to get everybody's um, gifts, get everything personalized just for you and get it sent to you wherever you are in the world. So just stay tuned for that. The other announcement, the other thing that I am rolling out for you is Healing circles. So I've been saying like different peeps about this in and out at different places like here and there on the podcast I think I actually only mentioned it once I know I've mentioned a couple times on social media but y'all um I know that one of the barriers that comes when um, it comes to healing and opening up is that women don't really know how a lot of women don't know how some of you have great sisterhood uh, with your friends, some of you are great at opening up, some of you are great at holding space for other people. Um, And so that isn't really a pain point or growth area for you. But I know that it is for a lot of us, right? And so I have something for both, no matter where you are in that spectrum, I'm going to be teaching you how to host your own healing circles, which would be like small groups with you and your friends to talk about how to hold space, to learn about how to share your feelings, to give you actual topics for you to discuss. Because then it's like, well, if I talk to someone, what do I talk about? What does that look like? Girl, I am going to have it all laid out for you. And guess what? It's going to be free. So I'm going to be in next week's podcast episode. I will be teaching you what a healing circle is. You'll be able to get that information and download, get started on your own. You'll be able to um, hopefully find other women in the area to connect with. So that's coming next week. I just, I just couldn't hold it. I'm just too excited um, to wait until next week to tell you what next week's podcast episode is. So that is happening next week. So those are my two announcements, things for you to look forward to, to get ready for. Um, and I'm excited to share it with you. So let's go ahead and jump into this week's podcast episode about building a healthy friendship circle. So I actually had someone ask me if I could talk about friendships on a podcast. And I was like, girl, it's already in the schedule. So you are in luck. So There are a ton of great podcasts out there to talk about friendships. I feel like friendships are also in the air because if you're listening to this real time, Right now, the show Insecure is following the the, the storyline of Molly and Issa's friendship and just the, the stress that is going through, the conflict it's going through, the transition it's going through. So I, I think this is just the season of, of friendships in, in a lot of ways for a lot of people, especially um, us figuring out what does closeness mean to us for those of us who've been quarantined um, or been following quarantine, I should say. And having our lives interrupted, how do we feel close to people when um, we may not be able to do some of the things that we've done before that either fill the space, or make it easy to distract from our loneliness or our our avoidance techniques, because some of us are masters at avoiding people. And you might have been thriving right now in the time of quarantine, like, I'll see you when I see you, or and some of you might have been thriving at first, and now you're like, all right, this is getting old, <laughs> or anything in between. So um, I'm going to talk about what does it look like to build a healthy friendship circle, um, or at least what are some of the qualities. I'm not going to go into like the steps, but I'm going to go into some things for you to look out for when it comes to building a healthy network. Why is this important? So this podcast is all about healing intimacy disorders. And there's two different patterns that women typically fall into when it comes to the intimacy disorders and friendships. It's either they avoid friendships and the avoidance can be very clear. Like like I just said, like I'll just see people when I see them. All I need is myself. Like I, I don't do people. Or the avoidance can look very fancy. Like you're always going to people's brunches. You're always volunteering. You're always picking up a new... Um, career path or a new project and initiative. So you fit people in these little tiny windows. And when you're with people, it's great, but all of your time goes to things versus actual intimate connection. So you look very functional, but you're actually avoiding connection with other people. And of course that shows up when you get into intimate relationships, because it is harder to show up as your full self. So that's one extreme. The other way that um, our intimacy disorders, specifically like love, love addiction, um, and that stuff can show up in friendships, is being attracted to people who are not good for us. So, still, even in our friendship circles, finding women who want us to be their mom. So, we're constantly taking care of them, they're constantly calling us, asking, if- asking us for advice. Um, There's always some kind of chaos or something that they're into and we're rescuing them and we're having to be present for them. It can look like being friends with someone who's actually not that nice to us. Who's kind of like always taking digs at us. Seems like she's jealous of us. I'm not just mean, And we're, we're constantly like trying to make it work. Like we're trying to communicate. We're trying to just like, I'm not going to say nothing about it. I'm just going to talk to such and such. I'm not going to say anything at all. I'm just going to swallow it. So even in our friendships, we're recreating our trauma, right? We show up fully as ourselves in all of our relationships. Like there are clues to, The things we need to heal in all of our relationships, whether they are romantic, friendship, with parents, with siblings, with co-workers, with bosses, like it. Hey, we hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. Let's take a quick break to say thanks to this week's sponsors. Hey, we hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. Let's take a quick break to say thanks to this week's sponsors. Listen now to Black Stories Black Truths on NPR wherever you get your podcast. It is very clear what our what our trauma patterns are. You just need to know what you're looking for. So that's why I'm spelling this out for you right now. Ladies, I am so excited to share that for this podcast episode, I've partnered with eHarmony, the dating app that helps people find real, genuine connection. And for me, this app has absolutely held true to their promise, connecting me to a truly incredible relationship and partnership with someone who truly gets me. My experience with eHarmony has always been superb with not only the quality of men I was matched with, but also with our compatibility when dating, eliminating the stress of feeling as if I was wasting my time. So, join the dating app that helps users find their most authentic relationships eHarmony. Get who gets you and start free today. Hey, uh, we hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. Let's take a quick break to say thanks to this week's sponsors. So what I want for you to do is to be able to know as I go into this season of healing or as I perfect it, as I dig deeper in it, as I grow myself, wherever you are in your healing journey, what are the things I need to look out for in my friendships? Now, I had a previous podcast episode where I talked about levels of intimacy and just how close people should be. I talk about how we should have different levels of intimacy when it comes to people. Some of us put everybody in our inner circle when we don't need to. And because we get disappointed because not everyone deserves to be there. And so it's okay to stair step. It's okay to have... People who are turn up friends and people who are our ride or dies that we actually confide in and connect to. It's okay for us to have our coworker friends. It's okay for us to have our neighbors on the outside. It's okay to have work people on the outside of that. It is okay to stagger our intimacy levels, right? And so for you, I want you to have um, clear cut characteristics for you to look for to see okay, is this someone who needs to be in my inner healing circle, right? Because y'all are about to start your healing circles. I'm so excited for you. So here are those qualities. First one is you want friends who hold you accountable. What does accountability mean? This means someone who remembers what's going on with you. So remember, I talked about one of the extremes are in friendships is finding people who are unavailable. So if you have a friend who doesn't remember that your daddy just died, Um, that um, you're going through it at work, who asks you when you're going to go to Jamaica, when you just told her you were going next week. If these are people who are in your life who don't care to remember what is going on with you and not just once or twice, that this is the persistent pattern, then this is someone who can't hold you accountable because she's not paying attention to you, right? Like she's just focused about herself. Holding you accountable also looks like telling you the truth. So especially when we come into the healing circles, you're going to be learning about asking for feedback. You're going to be learning about how to give feedback a little bit. You're going to be learning about communication and it doesn't help people if you are trying to be nice. It also doesn't help people if your niceness is um, tinged with um, judgment and tinged with criticism. Um, Some of you only know how to motivate by talking down to people and you call it being real. But no, that's not what you're doing. You're recreating the same trauma that you've gone through. Some of us um, are more blunt and we don't have filters. We are the truth tellers. Like we have a gift of prophecy, whatever it may be, right? That's one thing. There's a different thing when it comes to telling truth in a way that makes people feel small, that makes people feel like they need to move forward only because they've been shamed. And so hopefully that is something that you can unlearn, but to go to those of you who are looking for people to be in your inner inner healing circle group, whether or not you do the healing circles that I talk about next week, or just as people that, that you talk to on the regular about what you talk about with your therapist, about the things that you listen to here on this podcast, about where you're working with, with your individual coach. These need to be people who will tell you the truth and tell you what they think, in love right and also when it comes to holding you accountable my ask or my suggestion for you is someone who's going through this yourself themselves as well someone who can hold you accountable because this is also a goal that they have now this doesn't mean that they are necessarily struggling with all the things that you're struggling with but what i mean is that these are friends that also are interested in personal development that are also interested in growth and have moved to a place of action, right? That they're not just talking about it, that they're being about it, right? So maybe you're someone who your personal growth goal is trying to not self-medicate with food, but her personal growth goal is learning how to be present in social situations without needing wine or rosé or Hennessy or whatever it is to kick off the party, right? Right. These are two different goals, but still both of you are trying to learn how to be present and to better yourself, right? So these are things that you can hold yourself accountable for. Make sense? Makes sense. So holding, you're looking for friends who can hold you accountable first um, in your inner circle friend group. The next one is women who are going to move you toward healing. So When I wrote this down, I couldn't help but think about insecure, but I'm going to go ahead and talk about this in general, because I think this is something that applies to everybody. Not everybody watches that show. So you want people who want you to to be your best self, even if it is uncomfortable, even if the rules change, right? Some of us are so passive that if we actually grew in our self-love and in our self-respect, we would start shutting more stuff down in our friend groups, right? We would start actually picking the place that we're going to have for dinner. We would actually start saying no. We would actually tell our friend who doesn't have a filter. And on one hand, that's why we love her. But on the other hand, she needs to like be a little bit more respectful with what she says. We would actually start to defend ourselves. And that might feel uncomfortable. You want friends who want that for you. They want you to step into everything that God has created you to be. Right? They want you to not feel stuck. They are not going to be threatened that you are um, moving in a different direction. You know, some of the things that some of my students have to work through and figure out when, in, in our coaching program is when they start sh- sharing boundaries with people, some of their friends adjust and some of their friends act like, Are you saying you're better than me? What does that mean? Oh, now you're healing. Oh, now you can't do this. Oh, now you're too good for this. And that, that threatening is them projecting their stuff onto you. Those are people who are not invited to your healing party, right? Again, I'm not telling you to break ties with these people. That's going to be part of your own personal journey to figure out who's a good friend for you and who, who's not. But when it comes to talking about these intimate issues, they are showing that they are not supportive. And when people show you who they are, believe them. Okay. The third thing that I want you to look out for, um, kind of related to that and um, showing up for yourself, and this is because I was still in my insecure mind. Um, for those of you who don't know, Molly and Issa are fighting right now. Um, and this is like, I'm recording this before this series, of the season finale. So people who are open to your bids of reconciliation is the third one. In other words, um, or I guess a better way to say that is they are clear communicators or are open to learning how to be clear communicators. Some of us are 26, 36, 46, 50, 59. And we never learned how to communicate, right? Like we're just now starting. So there's no shame in that, right? And some of you have friends who that's that's where you are, and that's where they are, or vice versa. What I'm saying is, you want people who are also open to growth, also open to um, learning how to do things differently, right? Women who are going to show up for the difficult conversations um, that may be open to learning how. Okay, maybe I need a timeout. Maybe I need to come back and tell this to you in a different way. Because last time I told it to you, I either left out some details because I was afraid of hurting your feelings. Or I said in a way that was a little bit too rough and I care about you. I care about our friendship and that you're also open to that as well. We want people who are mutual. They are showing up that is mutual on how we're showing up, that they are showing up for us. And we also are showing up for them, y'all. It takes um, us initiating. It takes us um, trying, right? We are not going to learn that the water is safe until we put our foot in. Some of y'all are standing at the edge of the pool, saying, "I'll get in when I when I feel ready," and you're not gonna know until you put your foot in and see. Okay, the water's not gonna bite me, and go in and get acclimated. Right? That that is the first step for some of you when it comes to your friendships. Right? You're waiting for someone to pull you in, but if someone pulled you in, you'd be knocking them out, talking about I can't swim. So do the work, move forward yourself and um, take that first step. So hopefully these three short tips is a short, shorter episode this week. Um, hopefully these three tips are helpful and you discerning who needs to be in your healing circle. These are good places to start, no matter what your friend circle looks like for you either, either to check it off and say, yes, I got this or to say, man, I really don't have anyone here at all. Or plot twists, maybe you do, but you've been too afraid to reach out to these people, right? Um, That's okay. It can all change. It can all change in an instant. Um, And I'm going to be able to give you a tool next week via the healing circles that would be your way to open that door for you to call up Keisha and be like, hey, girl, I haven't talked to you in a while. How's things been? Um, Yeah, I'm about to start this group. You want to join? We're going to be talking about self love and inner healing and building our healthy relationships and see, see what happens. See what happens. See if she says yes. So that is it for this week's episode. I want to say thank you to those of you who have been leaving reviews on the podcast. Um, While I was recording this episode, I had to pause it and look at um, my previous podcast episodes because, you know, I referenced the one with different levels of intimacy. And I saw that I have over 236 reviews, all five stars. And y'all, I just... It means the world that these podcasts um, have been helpful to you. So helpful that you would take the time, stop, open up your iTunes app and rate and review and rate and review so positively um, so that other women could find this podcast as well. Because if y'all are like me, I don't, if anybody has anything less than 4.9999 stars, I'm going to be looking for somebody else. So I appreciate all the love um, more than you know. Look out for the enrollment for the self-love experience. I will be announcing it, of course, here on the podcast. Ladies who are on my email list, you'll be getting an email. Um, you'll be seeing it on, on all social media. So you will have all your opportunities to enroll um, for it um, before the deadline, before we close. And then, of course, like I said, I can't wait for us to get started with these healing circles, y'all. It's going to be Uh, amazing. Um, Imagine the Oprah voice with me saying that. So you have a great week and take care of yourselves. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. Before we get started, let's take a small break to say thank you to this week's sponsors.